Welcome to episode 319 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, biohacker, author of What, When, Why, and creator of the supplement line Avalon X. And I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa Spina, sports nutrition specialist, author of Keto Essentials, and creator of the Tone Breath Ketone Analyzer and Tone Lux Red Light Therapy Panels. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and ketogenicgirl.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this show do not constitute medical advice or treatment. To be featured on the show, email us your questions to questions at ifpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. So pour yourself a mug of black coffee, a cup of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi, friends. I'm about to tell you how to get 20% off one of my favorite things for truly taking charge of your health including testing something we talk about all the time, your insulin levels. So to live your healthiest and longest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source that would be your body. By using data from your blood, DNA, and fitness trackers, Inside Tracker gives you personalized and science-backed recommendations on things that you can take control of to optimize your health. What I love about Inside Tracker is that Inside Tracker tests provide optimal ranges, not conventional ranges, for over 40 biomarkers, including magnesium, vitamin D, testosterone, cortisol, ferritin, which is the storage form of iron that is rare for doctors to test, ApoB, three key female biomarkers, and something I am so excited about, Inside Tracker recently added insulin testing to their ultimate plan. Friends, I am thrilled about this. We talk about insulin all the time on this show. It is so relevant to your metabolic health and your lifespan. In particular, insulin tracking is an early warning sign for several chronic diseases and is a key indicator of energy optimization. It can really let you know if your diet, if your fasting is working for you, you want to test your insulin. It is so hard to get doctors to test insulin, and now you can do it with Inside Tracker. The thing I love most about Inside Tracker is that they have a strict science-backed approach to everything they do. If your specific biomarker level is unoptimized, Inside Tracker actually provides recommendations that are backed by dozens of peer-reviewed studies and personalized to you. This process was set in place by their founders that include experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. And for a limited time, our audience can get 20% off their ultimate plan, which includes testing that insulin when you sign up at insidetracker.com slash IF podcast. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working, then visit insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. And one of the things I really love about InsideTracker is it helps you track all of your results, all of your tests over time, so you can see patterns, see your history. It makes predictions of where you'll be if you continue on your current trajectory. It is a game changer for making sense of your 
Your Labs. I am obsessed with Inside Tracker. Again, you can get 20% off their ultimate plan, including testing your insulin levels at insidetracker.com slash ifpodcast. And we will put all of this information in the show notes. One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 319 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I'm here with Vanessa Spina. Hi, Melanie. I have a question for you, Vanessa. Oh, yay. Is love blind? <laughs> <laughs> That is a great question. I think it definitely can be. What do you think? I have a lot of thoughts about this. (laughs) So for listeners, Vanessa and I realize we're both big Love is Blind fans. 
the reality TV show, which I don't normally watch. Like I don't watch any other reality TV. I don't know why I'm obsessed with that show. Do you watch reality TV? I do. I like relationship shows like, like this one. They're kind of my relaxation, my mental relaxation. And I'm just fascinated by interpersonal dynamics and especially like what generates chemistry between people, especially what generates chemistry like in a couple, like what, what is it that causes chemistry between these two people that it doesn't in these other? And I find it endlessly fascinating. It's so fascinating, especially, especially when there's like all these different options, like you could be very physically attracted to somebody and emotionally attracted to them, like, and like them as a person, or you could be physically attracted to them and not like them as a person, or you could really like them as a person and not be physically attracted to them. Like there's so many options. And it's like what you just said, like what is that visceral chemical physical attraction? Like what's creating that? Yeah. And I I find it endlessly fascinating because I know some of it is happening beneath the surface. Like we all know about pheromones, but then there's like these fascinating concepts, like your histocompatibility complex. Like while women who go out to bars and meet men, they've done research where like women will be more attracted to the scent of men, those pheromones of the men that have a immune system that is compatible with theirs for their offspring. And the women that get hit on the most at bars are the ones who are ovulating. So like there's so much going on that like we don't even know. And it all has to do with reproduction. (laughs) Also, apparently I haven't read the book yet, but I know there's a whole book about this, about how, how being on birth control affects who you're attracted to. And so women will be on birth control, be attracted, you know, select a partner, you know, get married and go off of birth control and like no longer be attracted to their partner. That's the same study I'm talking about with the histocompatibility complex. And the women who who could smell, who were not on birth control, they could tell which men had the compatible immune system. But the ones who were on birth control, when they smelled their sweat, they couldn't tell the difference and they couldn't figure out which men were compatible for their offspring. It's unbelievable. What I'm also very, very fascinated by, and this goes back to like the is love blind question, I find it really interesting, and I feel like I have to tiptoe saying this, not around you, just around the world, (laughs) that we look down upon listing a person's attractiveness as a quality that we, quote, should be attracted to. Like, you're supposed to like intelligent people or kind people or like, that's okay to, quote, like. And when I say okay, I mean like sort of the way it's presented in the world. But it's like, oh, if you like somebody because they're very attractive to you, that's somehow seen as shallow. When in reality, all of these things are because, this is just my thoughts, you're looking for a mate that is most compatible with you. So it's giving you something you need. So like the intelligence of another person, like you're looking for a mate that will A, create intelligent offspring, B, be able to, you know, take care of you and survive in the world. And then with the physical attraction, it probably goes back to that physical compatibility. The kindness would probably be like a whole, I don't know, there's probably debates about that, about whether we're naturally altruistic or not. Basically, my point is I find it really interesting that it's kind of looked down upon to use physical attraction as something that would be valid 
I feel like the thesis of love is blind is that love should be blind. Like, I feel like that's their thesis. I feel like they're saying, so for listeners who haven't seen, seen that show, people speed date without ever actually seeing the other person and they have to propose and they meet in the real world and do they get married or not? And then they decide on the wedding day if they're actually getting married or not. But I feel, I mean, just my thoughts, but I feel like that show is championing this idea that love should be blind and that we shouldn't base on physical looks. But I just feel like evolutionarily, like why is, I don't know, wouldn't you want to be with somebody who you are physically attracted to? Yeah, I think it's, it is looked at in a superficial way, but I think it's a negative when people are making their whole decision like centered around a person's attractiveness. And what I love about Love is Blind is that it takes the physicality out of the equation so that people can get to know each other more deeply. And it's fascinating as a concept to watch people get to know each other without knowing what the other person looks like and making all those connections. But when they do meet in person, I think it's such a great point that you bring up about the importance of physical attraction because sometimes they don't work out. And the main reason is because they're not physically attracted to each other, even though they've made that mental and emotional connection. The physical chemistry is really important aside from just sexual chemistry. But I think there's also components. Like when I met Pete, I knew that we were going to have really beautiful offspring. Like I just knew I had a feeling that, and I know that part of my attraction to him was because I knew that he would impart qualities to our children that would be beneficial. And it wasn't just because he was hot. You know what I mean? Like I, I do think it's an interesting, it's an interesting point because it is why I've personally always preferred just meeting people in person because you, you really can form like so many of those micro decisions when you meet someone in the flesh, but you can also form amazing connections with people without even ever meeting them. Well, first of all, listeners, Vanessa's son, Luca, is just the cutest thing ever. He's going to be such a beautiful, I mean, he is a beautiful human being, but he's going to grow into such a wonderful man. I can tell. Thank you so much. Very excited for his future. (laughs) Yeah. So that's something they often say with like dating apps today that I feel like I just keep hearing this. Like if you are interested in somebody on the dating app, you should meet them sooner rather than later, rather than draw out this, you know, long conversation because you just won't know until you like see them in person. Like you just said, you can answer so many like micro decision questions, I think about attraction and compatibility just by meeting somebody in person. So yes, dating thoughts. Yeah. I love that we're both fascinated with the show. And I think the whole world has been really, I mean, I know this podcast is coming out a little bit after when, you know, it's, it's all sort of been blowing up, but it's a really fascinating concept. It's a lot of fun to watch. And I was just amazed this season by how many couples really formed beautiful connections, loving connections, like real connections and stayed together. Yes, I was too. I actually, cause I was watching it and I was like, I don't think any of them are staying together. <laughs> like this is like a lost cause but then yeah oh also something i like about the show not to make this all about that show with most reality tv i get the feeling and i've been on a lot of reality tv shows so i i know this from the other side even oh side note speaking of humans and evolutionary i was on a national geographic docu-series called like how human are you and it was about all of this and it was like a speed dating thing and they were analyzing how humans interact and speed date. And, but it was just a little bit upsetting because it was all 
staged, you know, like I was like, I thought National Geographic <laughs> was real, <laughs> but it was like casted basically. So the, the Love is Blind, I, I feel like they actually have like non-actors, like it's actually real people. Yes. Yeah. They're not like trying to create fake storylines and things like that. So fun times. Well, anything new in your world before we jump into all the fasting stuff? I've been working on launching my new line of protein supplements. So I've been working with your partner, Scott at MD Logic, and I'm just having so much fun with our conversations and how it's all going. And I'm just really, really excited to be working on that. And I'm working on some other just really exciting projects. So I feel like there's just everything is happening at once (laughs) as it tends to. I am so excited for you with that. So I don't know how much you can share, but like protein powder type situations. Yes. I've been wanting to make one for years. I've been looking into it for years and with Scott and MD Logic, I think it's just the perfect partnership because he has such high standards, which I know is why you partnered with him. And I think it's just the perfect fit. And, you know, we're talking about a couple of initial products that we're going to do, but all of them are centered around helping women, especially men as well, you know, to build more lean mass and improve their body composition. And I just want to have the highest quality possible protein supplement out there, you know, without fillers, that's really clean and that you know that you can, you can trust and you can trust that it'll help you to optimize your muscle protein synthesis without having to just be eating protein all day long or eating like mat or drinking massive protein shakes. So I'm really excited about the potential. Okay. This is so thrilling for so many reasons. Well, one, we get questions all the time about recommended protein powders. So now we will have a go-to and it will be one that I can feel so, so good about because I personally, I personally don't really use protein powders, but I have in the past and the amount of, there's just so many brands and they are full of so many terrible ingredients. It's really, really hard to find like good quality, clean protein powders, at least in my experience, because I, I have gone through periods where I would play around with them. So that's really exciting that you'll be able to make the best of the best. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me is I've gotten just endless questions over the years on the different protein powders. And I've always stayed brand agnostic, but I always try to post guides on what to look for in a really good high quality protein supplement. And the number one thing is checking the amount of leucine that's listed. So the more detailed the packaging is, especially when it comes down to the individual amino acids, you know, you can look at the ingredients and see the order that they're listed in to find out what it's made of. But if you are looking at a really high quality brand, they'll tell you how much leucine is in each serving. That amount of leucine should be, for example, with whey, it should be at around 11%. So if it's not like two to three grams for a scoop of 20 to 30 grams, then something would be off. And if you just don't see a breakdown of the amino acids of the exact amount of leucine, then I would question it. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily like trying to be shady or anything, but I would just question it because, you know, you would want to see that they understand the importance of those leucine amounts and that they're putting in all the right things. That's so incredible. And yeah, like I think that's something, I mean, I imagine that people who are really into the bodybuilding sphere and really into 
all of that will be aware of it. But I'm just thinking about the audience on this show in general. I feel like a lot of people are not aware of, there needs to be some education surrounding this. So that's so exciting that you can provide the education and you'll be able to provide the resource. Thank you. Awesome. When this airs, I think that will probably be coming out around this time. I'm not sure. I just had a call with Scott yesterday about this, but we're probably launching subscriptions for my berberine supplement, which is exciting. We're trying to figure out right now. Let me ask you what what's new with you and Oh yeah, just um just the um launching that and we're trying to figure out right now what bottle size to go with and so much fun. Yes, I was polling the audience. It's really interesting to it's all these little things you don't think about until you have a brand like things, just so many decisions and like hours and hours of conversations that people just have no idea. Like, you know, talking about bottle size for like an hour. I love when I, I chat to Scott, I feel like I'm talking to you too. Like it just flies by. It's like, you know, I'm in the zone and then I'm like, it's been two hours and I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go make dinner. <laughs> I know. No, that's, that's the, <laughs> that's one of the problems about <laughs> You know, Scott's into all this stuff and listeners are familiar with him because we've had him on the show like maybe three or four times now. We'll have to have him on when you launch your protein powder. We'll have to have him on and do an episode. Yeah. So what is new with you? Really? Just, yeah. So the working on the supplements, we are starting just really quick, brief teaser, my next supplement. So we launched the magnesium three and eight, which has been amazing, which I think I told them to send it to you, so hopefully it's hard to get stuff to Vanessa over over in your land, but um, you should be getting it soon. That's been amazing for, I've been taking it every night for sleep and relaxation. Now, baby teaser, we're starting on my next supplement, which is probably going to be in the chlorella spirulina world, so I'm very, very excited about that. And then Friday, I'm seeing the Taylor Swift concert. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I I was laughing the other night because I was on Twitter and I was like, I think I follow Melanie and I, I went to your Twitter because I'm barely ever on Twitter. And your last tweet was like something about how being on the phone crying to your mom about not being able to get Taylor Swift tickets is like the definition of first world problems. And I was laughing. It was so funny. It really is. It really is. I remember when you were doing that, like trying to get tickets. So that's so exciting. It's this week. Wow. I literally think about it too much, too much. So that's going to be an experience on Friday. I don't know. I might have a heart attack. Like, we'll see. I might faint, but all is well. All is too well, I will tell you. So yeah. So I'll give links. So for listeners, for my current supplements, you can go to avalonx.us. You can use the coupon code Melanie Avalon for 10% off site-wide and you can get email list updates on that at avalonx.us slash email list. So that's where you'll hear about the spirulina and chlorella and subscriptions and all the things. Vanessa, have you started an email list for your your supplements? Yes. You can sign up for notifications about the protein at toneprotein.com. Oh, awesome. Is that going to be the name you think? Yes. I'm sticking with the the tone, you know, I mean, it was perfect for the tone device because it was like toning and ketones, but you know, it's all about toning, getting toned, right? So that is perfect. I'm so excited for you. Okay. This is great. Hi friends. We are so honored to be sponsored in part today by Nutrisense. 
You guys hear us talk about continuous glucose monitors, aka CGMs, all the time on this show. And in particular, we love NutriSense, and here is why. NutriSense not only provides a 24-7 moving picture of your glucose values, they also offer a unique opportunity for self-discovery. So imagine this. You have a meal, and then you notice a spike in your glucose levels. So you think, hmm, that didn't go well. But here's the magic. Tomorrow, you can make a simple change. You can swap whatever you were eating for something else. Now you have real-time data to evaluate the impact. Maybe instead of that fruit, you have some vegetables. Maybe instead of that oatmeal, you have some yogurt. Maybe instead of that steak, you have some fruit. The continuous feedback loop that you can get with a NutriSense CGM empowers you to make quick, informed iterations with your meals. Maybe the change results in a completely normal glucose level, or maybe it's still a little bit high, but significantly better. Armed with this knowledge, you can refine your choices further, rapidly steering your glucose values back to the normal range. Without a continuous glucose monitor, honestly, you're just guessing and assuming that what you're doing is working. And when you go test your blood sugar levels at the doctor, that's just a snapshot of that one moment in time. It's not telling you what actually was happening throughout the day all the time. What makes NutriSense truly transformative is its ability to create lasting habits and intrinsic motivation. So instead of relying on generic advice from professionals or online sources or us, you have personalized real-time data from your own body. When you see the direct impact of your choices, it will resonate on a whole new level. This newfound awareness becomes the driving force, making it easier than ever to stay motivated and committed to your health journey. I promise you friends, it's like opening your eyes to the secret to lasting change because it gives you this empowering knowledge that you just didn't have before. So if you're looking to take charge of your health, gain real insights into your body and make sustainable, positive changes, NutriSense is your ultimate partner. Join them and us on this journey of discovery and unlock your full health potential. Get started today at NutriSense.com slash podcast and receive a $30 discount off of your first month, which includes two CGM sensors, free shipping and professional nutritionist support. That's nutrisense.com slash IF podcast for a $30 discount off your first month with two CGM sensors, free shipping and professional nutritionist support, which by the way, I get a lot of feedback on just how helpful that nutritionist support is. It's so easy. You can talk to them in real time in the app and they can really help you make sense of all the data that you receive from your continuous glucose monitor. NutriSense.com slash podcast. And I am just so grateful to NutriSense for helping support today's show. All right. Shall we jump into questions for today? Yeah. So our first question today comes to us from Sue Kimpton. Subject is smooth skin. Why is my skin smoother when I follow a good fasting protocol? For example, clean fast of decent length for a number of days. I've done IF for almost three years and I enjoy it immensely. Thanks for all your hard work. All right, Sue. Well, thank you so much for your question. So this is a great question and I did, I did a deep dive into it. And it's interesting because when I thought about the question before doing any research, I just felt intuitively like it makes a lot of sense. Like the first things that came to my mind for this were, you know, reductions in inflammation from fasting, increases of stem cells, like the detox effect. It just seemed intuitively that it makes sense that fasting promotes good quality skin, but there actually is a bit of research. So Interestingly, there's actually a lot of research on calorie restriction and skin health. And I think a lot of the benefits that we receive from calorie restriction, we receive from fasting. And there might be similar 
or there are similar pathways activated. So I think a lot of that can extend to each other. So for example, calorie restriction specifically can affect plasma proteins, hemoglobin, and skin collagen, and all of those are involved in our skin health. And there was one study that looked at the impact of calorie restriction on side effects with topical retinoid treatment, and they found that there was a reduction in irritation from that retinoid treatment from calorie restriction, and they hypothesized that this might be due to a boost in local antioxidant levels, which is something we also see with fasting, and also specifically on the inhibitory effect of a transcription factor. It's called the matrix metalloproteinase MMP genes, and those are involved in tissue destruction. So basically stopping signaling that would otherwise be destroying our skin. So again, this is calorie restriction that had that effect, but I do think we can probably extend some of that to fasting as well. And then studies have also found in general that calorie restriction can improve the appearance of recalls and decrease oxidative stress. And again, we know that intermittent fasting definitely has a profound effect when it comes to reducing oxidative stress. And then I found a super cool study. So this was published in very recently, March of 2023. And it's called The Effects of a Fasting Mimicking Diet on Skin Hydration, Skin Texture, and Skin Assessment, a Randomized Control Trial. It was published in the Journal of Clinical Medicine. And so this was looking at the fasting mimicking diet protocol, which We've talked about a lot on this show that was created by Walter Longo, who we've also had on this show, as well as on my biohacking podcast. Have you interviewed him? I think I asked you that before. Have you interviewed him? I haven't yet. Yeah, we did talk about it because I was saying he's really hard to, to lock down. So his protocol is a severely calorie restricted fasting mimicking type approach for five days. So they actually looked at that on the effects on skin health. Again, the reason I think this is applicable to intermittent fasting in general is they find that with the fasting mimicking diet, it basically activates a lot of the circumstances and situations and benefits of fasting, but you're still just eating like a tiny, tiny bit. So in that study, they found that the fasting mimicking diet increased skin hydration in the participants. And the participants was a group of 45 healthy women between the ages of 35 and 60. It also helped maintain their skin texture in the fasted group. But for the group that was not doing the fasting mimicking diet, they actually saw an increase in skin roughness. And so then they went and talked about the the reasoning behind this And they said that probably due to how it affects the skin barrier, the things I mentioned before with oxidative stress, also the role of stem cells. And then super interestingly, so this was discussed in that that fasting mimicking diet study. They were saying that another way that the fasting mimicking diet might help skin health is actually through the gut-skin connection. So basically the effects of fasting can have a beneficial anti-inflammatory effect on the gut microbiome and support members of the gut microbiome that might be related to skin health. So specifically, those are lactobacillus and bifidobacteria. And so they referenced another study, for example, and that was children with eczema. 
And those children were found to have less gut colonization of bifidobacteria and lactobacillus compared to controls. And then in another study, this was an animal study, but they found that different strains of bifidobacteria could actually help with supporting skin hydration and actually protected against UV damage, which is pretty cool. So basically they are hypothesizing that maybe the fasting has a beneficial effect on the gut microbiome and that might actually be supporting skin health as well. So that was very long, but all of that to say there's a lot of mechanisms whereby fasting can help promote skin health. Oh, Vanessa, do you have thoughts? Wow. That was such an incredibly thorough answer. And I love that you elucidated all of the main mechanisms and some of the the studies there. I mean, I know that you're absolutely correct when it comes to, you know, stem cell production stimulation of, you know, that cellular renewal that can happen through that. And definitely the autophagy makes a huge difference. And I think the main point that you brought up about lowering the inflammation because you, you know, you're spending more time in the fasted state, but I definitely always notice it for myself. Like when I just did my recent five day seasonal fast, I had a massive improvement in my skin. It just feels so soft, like a baby's bum. (laughs) And I've been combining it with red light as well. The red light therapy, I think makes a big difference because it's stimulating all those epigenetic growth factors and the collagen and elastin. So combining it with that's made a big difference, but it's, it's amazing how tangible the difference is. And I think that's awesome that Sue is, is noticing that because it definitely motivates you when you have those kinds of like tangible results. It's interesting. So my, my brother is engaged and he's getting married. His fiance reached out to me and she wanted to know about, she said she wanted to work on her skin for the wedding. And she wanted to know my thoughts on doing one of those like juice cleanses. I think she wanted to do like some lemon water juice cleanse. The master cleanse. It wasn't the master cleanse. Have you done the master cleanse? I did years ago when I was very misinformed. That's the one with the pepper, right? Yes. It's lemon juice, maple syrup, and cayenne. In Canada, anyways, we use maple syrup. (laughs) Wait, in Canada, you use? Maple syrup. Oh, yeah. Canadians are like known for their maple syrup. But you're basically just drinking spicy sugar water. Sounds miserable. I don't think I ever did it. I remember my friends in college were doing it, and they said, they said, I was like, I will never forget this. They were like, they say when you do that, that you shouldn't, I I apologize if this is crude, like, quote, like, don't trust a fart when you're on it. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Don't trust your farts for sure. (laughs) And people misinterpret that as like detoxification, but it's not. Yeah. What's the craziest like diet thing you did? Probably that, (laughs) probably that. But I remember just being out of college, like so many cleanses and detoxes, they were so popular. I think now like teas, detox teas have been, you know, pretty big in the last few years, which I never tried any of that, but probably the master cleanse was like the craziest thing. What about you? Two things, the cookie diet. Oh yeah, that's right. You did the cookie diet. I was all about those cookies. And then I went back and yeah, looked at the ingredients and it's literally like gluten. Like I think the first ingredient is gluten. <laughs> It's like fiber and gluten. (laughs) I was so miserable. I get like these shipments like shipped and I was living with roommates at the time and they were like, what is Melanie doing? That one. And then when I ate, I did the apple, what's his name? Like the apple diet, Edgar Case or something. 
Basically, where you're supposed to eat like just apples for three days and then you take some olive oil and it's supposed to flush out. I've never heard of that one. That's hilarious. What's funny though is I did it for, so you're supposed to do it for three days. Oh, gosh, you're supposed to do it for three days. I did this in college and I felt so amazing. Like I felt high. And this was before I had done intermittent fasting. I wasn't overweight, but I had weight to lose. Like now I'm such a low body weight. I would not feel comfortable doing something like this. And I want to clarify about that because I I was reading, not that I get wrapped up in, we don't have a lot of trolls, but comments from people, but I did see a comment somewhere the other day about how, I guess I talk about these crazy things I've done. So people shouldn't listen to me. Friends, listeners, I'm just being completely transparent. (laughs) Like before I became super aware of the importance of food and how it affects our bodies and fasting and paleo and keto and all of that. I mean, I was just like trying all the things, you know, cause you so desperately want to find something to lose weight. So I hope it's not a reflection on me now. I think people get confused about that. That's what I always say. I'm like, I have tried it all. Like name me one thing I've, okay, maybe I haven't done the apple one, but I've done it all. Like I've tried it all. And that's, that's how you learn. It's part of how you learn. Exactly. And I've been like super transparent about how I went through my period where I just ate like every night a massive rotisserie chicken. And people are like, you shouldn't listen to her because she went through a phase where she just ate rotisserie chickens. Like, oh my God, when I heard you talking about that, I was like, that is the best. Like, you're in college, you're on a budget, and you're taking advantage of like a clearance sale at the end of the day. I have so much respect for you. 11 o'clock PM. My night classes would get over at 10 and then I would go to the grocery store and get my rotisserie chicken. It was amazing. I love rotisserie chickens. They're so good. And they're never as good when you make it at home. Like they can be good, but the ones that you buy from like, yeah, they're delicious. So really quickly. So that was my whole disclaimer about the story I'm about to tell. Like, please don't Well, you can judge if you like, but so I went three days only eating apples. I felt amazing. I was like, I'm just going to keep doing this indefinitely until I don't want to do it anymore. So I did it and I wasn't drinking or anything. So I did it like 10 or 11 days. I was in a film professional fraternity, Delta Kappa Alpha, shout out. We had a film school prom. And so I went and I drank, I drank what I normally would have drunk going out. But this was in the context of only having eaten apples for 11 days. I died. Like I just died. It was like the worst night of my life. I remember like the next morning, I think my roommates thought I was dead. They were like calling my mom, (laughs) calling my mom. I was like on the floor and my mom was like on the phone. She's like, Melanie, like eat some bread. I was like, I can't eat bread. I'm not eating carbs now (laughs) or don't eat bread. And I have not had, with a very few exceptions, I have not had hard alcohol since then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That combination sounds deadly, literally. Have you ever had a bad night? (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like I was, used to have such high tolerance, especially when I was in university and like I could go out and drink and I could out drink like my guy friends. Now I'm like, I'm such a lightweight. And also like, you just don't want to be hungover anymore. The older you get, you're like, it's like a day of my life lost, feeling miserable. And when you're optimized and you're a biohacker and you feel amazing most of the time, you have an off day, you're just like, what 
is this? Like, I just, yeah, it's not a good combination. Actually, I've been thinking a lot about the but and thing. How if you're saying but, you're negating. Oh, it's so good. So good. I was thinking about and, about how it is fun. I do like to do, you know, a couple big nights a year, like New Year's Eve, you know, or like someone's wedding or something. Like it's fun to let loose. But when you have a kid and you're hungover, you never want to be hungover. Like, <laughs> so it's like the next level. I can imagine. I was actually reflecting on this last night with gratitude. I do drink wine every night and I drink dry farm wines only really at home. And then when I go out, I I look up all the wineries of the wine list and I try to find the ones that are organic. And then I also try to find the ones that are probably lower alcohol content as well. But I was reflecting last night on how grateful I was. It's so nice to like you said, like I can have my drink and drink it too. Like I have my glass of wine every night to wind down and I feel really wonderful the next day and I do all the health things and I just, I just love it. It's just a great experience. And that, that's me. Yeah. Get, get the polyphenols, get, get all those, those health boosting, the reservatrol, all of it, all the things. So for listeners, if you would like to get dry farm wines, dryfarmwines.com slash I have podcast and all of their wines are low alcohol, low sugar, and organic and tested to be free of toxins and mold. And you really notice a difference drinking those. All of that to say, skin, that's what we're talking about. I don't even remember how we got on this. Oh, my brother getting married. His fiance reached out to me and wanted to know if she should do one of these lemon juice things for her skin. And I was just reflecting on how, honestly, the first thing I think about with skin now probably is like fasting. Like it's not really about what you put in. It's about giving your body that break and that detox period. And I think people's skin really, you know, can glow with fasting. If I had to pick three things for skin health, like three lifestyle practices or things, I would say fasting, well, fasting and the foods that you're eating as well. And then red light therapy, which by the way, how can listeners get your red light therapy devices? Oh, the Tone Lux. You can check them out at ketogenicgirl.com. I have three different models there. And yeah, they have all the wavelengths of light that I found were the most associated with the evidence-based benefits, including boosting collagen in the skin and elastin and really giving the skin a softer, more youthful appearance. Oh, Awesome. Nice. So listeners get that. And then the third thing I would say would be people's skincare and makeup. It's just so ironic because we turn to these products to support our skin health. And so many of them, especially in the US, are they're toxic to our skin. Like they're marketed as making our skin better, but really we're putting in problematic ingredients that are contributing to our toxic burden, and in the long term, probably not doing any favors for our skin's appearance. And then same with makeup. Like I'm all about makeup. I love makeup. It's ironic that we could be putting on makeup to improve the appearance of our skin, but really doing some damage by, again, exposing ourselves to these endocrine disruptors, these obesogens, these toxins. So that's why I am obsessed with Beauty Counter because they make non-toxic skincare and makeup. So yeah, I would say the diet, the red light, and the, the skincare products. One last one. So exfoliation is like my secret weapon with the red light is for me, those three pillars 
I also love the nutrition one, but the fasting, red light, and exfoliation and using a facial scrub has been life-changing. I also do the whole like body scrubs and I have, you know, various like loofahs and things for that. But exfoliation really is the key to maintaining youthful skin because you can remove that top layer of skin. I'm not a skin expert or an esthetician, but it works wonders for my skin. If I do it once or twice a week, a high quality facial scrub, and you can also get, you know, chemical ones and like different kinds of chemical at home peels that you can do, or just go for regular facials, but I don't have time. (laughs) So I just exfoliate. And I've spoken to estheticians in the past who've told me like the key is just to exfoliate. It really like anti-aging really is exfoliation. (laughs) So I notice a massive difference. Do you do much exfoliation? So I'm really excited because I know you just received, I sent Vanessa this massive shipment of beauty counter products, which by the way, it is, they do not make it easy to, to ship to Czech Republic. I told you it didn't even come up in the USPS system, right? Oh my goodness. That's wild because I ship myself with USPS, like the tone device all the time and, and different things. I don't wonder what was going on there. So they were like going through the computer. They're like, oh, it's not in the computer. I was like, the country's not in the computer. <laughs> not like they like listed it and were like not available. They just took it out. <laughs> so I literally went to UPS, FedEx, post office, and then finally DHL. So we got the box to Vanessa. But you know who ended up shipping it? DHL. USPS. What? Or maybe that was just the label that was still on it. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That, that, no, no. That was the label. Yeah, that was because basically I, when I went to the post office, I boxed it all up with their stuff. And I was like, I'm not going to like rebox this. So I, um, yeah. Oh, that's funny. So one of the products, to answer your question, one of the products in there is the Reflect Effect Mask. I saw that. I can't wait to try it. So, okay. I'm obsessed. This answers your exfoliation question. So you put it on your skin and it's like tightening and brightening and all the things, but it does, it has little, little beads in it. And so then there's a little tool that comes with it as well, which is optional. So listeners don't have to get the tool if they don't want, but when you remove the mask, cause you're like scrubbing your face to like wash it off, it exfoliates like while removing the mask, if that makes sense, definitely try it. It makes my skin glow. And then if you use the little tool that you can buy as an add-on that you can remove it with that and that will further exfoliate. I'm so excited to try that. And also I think there was also a chemical peel in there. Oh yes. Okay. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> it's the overnight resurfacing peel. So it's actually, it's misleading in the name. It's not actually a peel. They call it that because it rivals the effects of getting like a chemical face peel, but it's really a leave-on treatment. So every night I wash my face and then I put that on immediately. Oh, I'm going to try it tonight. It's so great. I tried the foundation today. I was telling you earlier, I tried the foundation for the first time and I had the little like sample and it was amazing. Like I usually use Mac foundation and I've always felt okay with it because we are in Europe. So I know that they control what's in it a little bit more, but this one I felt like I could still see my skin, but I was getting coverage and more like more so just like an overall even, but not so even that it's like unnatural. Like it was a more natural, lighter weight, 
but I, I like to have like a consistent shade across my face and then contour. So it was like, it was just really nice. Like I felt like I could see more of my skin. So I'm excited to to order that one actually. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Yes. I think you texted it to me, but I'll order it for you to get it over there. I can't wait to try all of it. It's a treasure chest. Thank you so much for sending it to me. You're welcome. And the awesome thing about the makeup, because I used to, honestly, for me, the last thing I cleaned up, quote, cleaned up in my diet was my makeup and skincare because it was just so overwhelming. And like, it's really hard to switch out your makeup because it's your makeup. So I was just so thrilled when I found Beauty Counter because they, knowing that 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 is their mission about the endocrine disruptors, it like makes me feel really good about everything. And then on top of that, I went through a phase where I was like, oh, everything needs to be like completely natural. Like it needs to be like, quote, natural, but really the toxicity potential isn't about if it's natural or not. It's about if it's toxic or not. So they still use, you know, a combination of quote, natural and synthetic ingredients, but the testing is surrounding toxicity. So you can feel really good about what you put on. And it means that the products really work. Like, like for example, I've mentioned this before, but the makeup, when Tina Fey hosted the Golden Globes, she wore all beauty counter makeup. So it's like really good makeup. It's ready for like the high definition cameras. So yeah, you'll have to let me know what you think. Yeah. I'm going to try all of it. You're converting me over, I think. (laughs) So good. It's so good. Hi friends. I'm about to tell you how to get my favorite electrolytes for free plus special announcement. Element's new chocolate medley is here. So when you think electrolytes, you might think summer and hot times and needing to stay hydrated. But did you know that hydration is actually super important in cold weather as well? There's an idea out there that cold weather reduces our hydration needs. That's not true. So in the cold, two main things can actually increase our metabolic rate. You may be working harder, tramping through the snow, and you can be wearing cumbersome winter clothing that can actually raise your energy needs by 10 to 20%. And as your metabolic rate raises, your sweat rate raises, and you need to replace those fluids with electrolytes. You also lose more water when it's cold through your breath. That's because cold temperatures contain significantly less water than hot temperatures, AKA it's drier outside. When you breathe in that cold, dry air, your respiratory system actually acts like a humidifier so that your body can be warm and humid like it likes to be. Of course, that drains your hydration reserves as well. One study actually found that respiratory water loss after a full day of activity nearly doubled at freezing temperatures compared to the 70s. On top of that, when you're cold, you actually become less thirsty, possibly from blood vessel constrictions in the cold, which can trick the body into thinking the blood volume is higher than it is. In other words, it's cold out there. You probably need hydration. And electrolytes are so key for all of these cellular processes in your body, all of your energy production. It all requires electrolytes, but it can be hard to find electrolytes, which are clean, without unnecessary fillers, and which you can feel good about drinking. That's why I love Element. There's a reason I'm obsessed with it. There's a reason all you guys are as well. And like I said, I'm so excited because Element's new chocolate medley is here featuring chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. And this is a limited time, so you definitely want to stock up on these now. Plus, you can get a free gift with purchase when you purchase that chocolate medley or other Element electrolytes. That's right, you can get a free sample pack, eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. You can get yours at drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. 
That's drinklmnt.com slash IF podcast. By the way, those chocolates in that chocolate medley make delicious hot chocolates. And of course, as always, Element has a no questions asked refund, so you have nothing to lose. So go to drinklmnt.com slash IF podcast to get your free electrolytes. Here's one last question from Tara. And it's from the Facebook group and actually relates to what we just talked about. So we can quickly answer it. Tara wants to know, what are your thoughts on retinols? Do either of you use it in your skincare routine? So I know retinols are amazing for acne prone skin, which I have been really lucky to not have to deal with much acne. My skin is like pretty normal. So I don't use a lot of it, but I think for people who do have acne prone skin, it can be a game changer. The one thing that I do know about retinoids is you have to avoid them when you're pregnant because of the potential levels of the retinoids in them. So what about you? Do you use them? I do not. It's interesting because there's a lot of controversy surrounding them. Like people say that they might be damaging, might have toxic effects, and then that there aren't really super long-term studies on them. But I also had on Rachel Varga on my show and she was actually very pro retinols. Like she didn't think there was issues with them. I just air, so I don't use them personally. I know they also increase sensitivity to the sun, I believe. So I don't personally use them. I've just like stayed on the side of airing on not the counter timeline from beauty counter. They formulated it to have the effects of retinols without having any actual retinols. That's really interesting that they avoided putting retinols in it. I think that says a lot. They gave a name for their complex that they created that they have studies showing, comparing it to retinols and showing similar effects. Since I can just easily not do it, I just go that route. So yes, I would check out the counter timeline from Beauty Counter if you're interested in in an alternative. If you want to learn more about a supportive side of retinols, check out my episode with Rachel Varga and I will put a link to that in the show notes. Yeah, I really like all the exfoliation you know, techniques that we were just talking about. And I like to use glycolic peels and masks that have glycolic agents in them. I know some of them can be a little bit stronger, like salicylic acid, but there's a lot that you can do, I think, without having to use retinoids. But I I think they are, I think they're mostly for people who have acne, right? I always thought they were for skin, for anti-aging. Maybe it's both. The retinoic acid, I think that's like what's in Accutane. I think it's it's related. Did you do Accutane? I did do it because I had a boyfriend when I was in college and I had this like weird episode where I, I did like randomly break out and he was like, oh, just take Accutane. Like I took it. <laughs> so I think I tr- I did it for like a week or something. My entire life never have any breakouts. Like I, I couldn't tell you the last time I had any kind of breakout or pimple or anything. So I've been really lucky with that because I know it's it's really difficult to deal with. And like, especially with like using different creams and then your skin becoming more sensitive and having to balance out and irritated. Yeah, I just like, I really feel for people who are dealing with acne. I had it growing up. It was the worst. I was always doing, what was that brand? That proactive. Yeah. I remember those ads. Oh my goodness. It was the bane of my existence. So I empathize as well. Beauty counter has counter control, which I don't have acne anymore. I actually did. I did Accutane as well. That was like 
game changer for me. I do wonder now about the effects. There's a lot of controversy. Yes. Like you have to get blood work done and everything. It's really intense. It was a whole, it was a whole thing for me. And they made me go on birth control first before going on it. So I went on birth control like in 10th grade for, to get on Accutane, which looking back, I'm like, that was so, I, that's just really annoying to me. <laughs> you know, the system. It's a good thing that you didn't pick your lifelong partner when you were on birth I know. <laughs> My high school sweetheart. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Your immunities would have been just not, you know, complimentary. Whoa. Wow. Good point. Yes. So friends, skin, fasting, red light, beauty counter, exfoliation. Awesome. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. If listeners would like to submit their own questions for the show, they can directly email questions at ifpodcast.com or they can go to ifpodcast.com and they can submit questions there. The show notes will have links to everything that we talked about and those will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 319. Something I didn't mention yet on this show. If you, speaking of beauty counter, if you would like to be entered to win over $500 worth of products, just go to Apple Podcasts and pull up your review of this show or write a new review. So update it or write a new one and include in the review what you are excited to experience with Vanessa as the new co-host or what you're enjoying about the change in the show with Vanessa here on board, which we are having so much fun. So send a screenshot of that to questions at ifpodcast.com and we will enter you to win over $500 worth of beauty counter. And then lastly, you can follow us on Instagram. We are ifpodcast. I am Melanie Avalon and Vanessa's handle is ketogenic girl. Okay. Think that's all the things. Anything from you, Vanessa, before we go? I had so much fun. I love all the wonderful questions and I can't wait to record the next episode with you. Likewise, have a good evening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember, everything we discussed on this show does not constitute medical advice and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. If you enjoyed the show, please consider writing a review on iTunes. We couldn't do this without our amazing team. Administration by Sharon Merriman. Editing by Podcast Doctors. Show notes and artwork by Brianna Joyner. Transcripts by Speech Docs. And original theme composed by Leland Cox and recomposed by Steve Saunders. See you next week.